it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey, it's Brandi Taylor, the business coach for beauty professionals. I help beauty pros amplify their business and take more action. I am super excited to share the Beauty Pro Mastermind with you, a group for serious beauty pros who want to find ways to continue to thrive in their business, a safe place for support, accountability, and education. This group is for beauty professionals who are ready for change in their business, understanding that commitment is required to achieve your goals. You know you need to make a move, but you're unclear and need an extra push. My mission is to empower beauty professionals and equip them to achieve their goals, bringing beauty and business together through support, education, and business resources. Register today for the Beauty Pro Mastermind at IamBrandyTaylor.com and just click on Beauty Pro Mastermind. I will also include the details in the show notes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's episode with you. I had the pleasure in interviewing Amber Harder. Amber is a serial entrepreneur and she's a phenomenal woman, guys. We had a great conversation. I really enjoyed how transparent Amber was with her life and her upbringing and all of the things that she's been through to get her to where she is today. And I truly believe that we all have a story and good or bad, whatever we've gone through in life, it really molds and shape us into the people that we are today. And so our story is important and it's important to share our story because it can really be helpful for others. And I think aside from her awesome beauty business and the things that she's doing within the beauty industry, you're really going to get some insight on her story and her journey. Amber is a mom. She's a serial entrepreneur. She has sold and started many businesses and she's very successful over 17 years in business. And now she's debt free and mortgage free. She lives in Hawaii and now she's working on her passion project, which is microblading success. And she is working with permanent brow professionals in the permanent makeup industry, helping them with their social media and all of the tech stuff. She's definitely a tech nerd. And um, those are from her words, from her mouth. But she is very business savvy and she has some awesome gems to share with us. And I really enjoyed this conversation and I know you will too. So here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandy Taylor. We have an awesome guest today, Amber Harder. Welcome, Amber. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you, Amber. I I really am. So, Amber, I like to start with like a fun fact. So tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so when you, if you were to meet me or to look at me, you would never know that I can hotwire a car in under 10 minutes. Wow, you can? (laughs) Right? (laughs) My dad raised me. Uh, He was a mechanic slash drug addict. And so when I was a little girl, I was very small. And he's a very big man. And he couldn't fit his hands under dashboards or in small areas. So he taught me from a very young girl to be a mechanic. And sometimes, you know, when you kind of live in the gray area, sometimes you got to do things to get money. And uh, I learned how to hotwire cars. (laughs) Awesome. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So you don't mind getting dirty. I wouldn't have thought that about you, though, for sure. 
Exactly. I know one thinks that I get dirty, but I, I am a hell of a car mechanic. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I think that's a great fun fact. That is so cool. (laughs) Well, thanks for sharing that. So tell us a little bit about your background, because I know, you know, you've been a business owner for quite some time and I just want to kind of like get into where you are now, but tell us how it all started, like what your business background is and everything. Well, again, coming back to my dad, um, my dad was a very unique character in my life and boy, um, he's not the typical father. I had a very, very abusive dad extremely abusive emotionally, physically, sexually. I don't mean to trigger anyone, but throughout my life, my dad was a drug addict and he always needed money for drugs. And so when I was a little girl, being that I loved my dad so much, I wanted to get him everything that he wanted. Like, you need money, dad? How can I get dad money for drugs? And I was so little, I didn't understand um, what was really going on. But from a very young age, I started to see opportunities on how to make money from nothing. And it really is the silver lining to having this abusive father, because when I was a little girl, I would look around and be like, Hey dad, why don't you go to that buddy, get his tires and you could sell it to this guy who needs tires. And you didn't like, you didn't have any money, but you're the middleman and you could make money to go and buy your drugs, you know? And I'd sit around like, that's what I would do as a little girl. You know, I would try and connect the pieces. I'd see what people needed, see the opportunities. And I would, make money out of it. And so since I was 10 years old, I was helping my dad make money for drugs. And I say that in a light spirit, because in the end, um, whatever you go through, uh, you know, turns you into who you are as a person. And that's who I am today. Like I'm, I don't want to say it in a negative way, but I'm an opportunist. I love to look around and see opportunities in everything. And so that's kind of where it all started was from my dad. And I took that and ran with that. Um, I became a single mom and um, I had my son and I'm like, holy crap, I don't want to live this crappy lifestyle. Like I'm going to give him everything. And so that was another huge point that just led me to uh, stop thinking in the gray area (laughs) and actually get legal. Like what could I legally do to make money here? And boom, my first business, I got my first tax return. I invested that money in a, um, inflatable water slide because here on my Island, um, we don't have water parks. We don't have party centers. We don't have anything. And I couldn't get anything for my own son for his second birthday. So I bought one. That was my very first business 20 years ago. And I still have it. I still have the business and, and it still makes me the most money ever. Like my son now runs it. My son is 20 years old and now he does it on the weekends and it's just really cool. Um, so yeah, it first, it started out of necessity to survive and help my dad. And then it turned into something I was really good at. And so 20 years later, I've started and sold over a dozen businesses because I love the startup and, um, Last year, actually two years ago, I reached my goal of being mortgage and debt-free here in Hawaii. So it's, it's awesome. been a really exciting journey. And um, just goes to show you that with even a bad situation, you could turn it around, turn it into something really, really positive. 
you know? I, I absolutely get that. I think, you know, um, I really had to, I went through a process where I had to look at, I had all this anger about some things that happened in my childhood and I just had to really look at it differently. And I had to say, okay, my mom did the best that she knew how to do. And I was able to forgive her and I had to really look at it differently. And I really realized that even though I had like some crazy things going on when I was a child, you know, the go-getter, the drive that I have, I get that from my mom because my mom was a hustler. She was kind of crafty. She kind of did whatever she had to do to get it done, right? So I get that from her. And then my dad, he, you know, he had real estate and he was, you know, more of the businessman. And I get that from him. So I just kind of look at like taking what, look at the good things that I gained from my parents. And that's what you were able to do, even though you went through some, some things that were serious things. And, you know, some people have issues with, but you were able to, turn around and take and take the, the bad things and see the silver lining and see that even though everything wasn't great, I was still able to become the businesswoman I am today because of the father that I had and the upbringing that I had, because I was trying to always trying to figure out solutions. And so yeah. I think that that is definitely an awesome story you have, Amber, for sure. And it's hilarious because people are always like, what do you attribute your success to? And I feel like, oh, dad, I don't want to give you any credit because you're a big, fat butthead. Um, But it really was my dad, you know? So it took me a while to actually come to grips and have peace with that. Because, you know, as well, just like you said, I had a lot of anger for a long time for all the things that I lacked and didn't get that I seen other children get. But now I realize that I have this edge, you know? I don't, I don't know too many people that are mortgage and debt free under 40 that wake up anytime they want, don't have a boss, don't have any place to go. Like I literally took a year retirement last year and did nothing but catch up on Netflix and I gained 10 pounds. (laughs) Pizza. Pizza is the key if you need more junk in your trunk. Okay. I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you still look great with even with the extra 10 pounds, Amber. Well, I think, you know, definitely kudos to you for that. You have definitely done a great thing that I think most people, you know, desire to do is to be debt free and to pay off everything. You know, that is a huge accomplishment that you've made. And so I know you, you made this accomplishment and then you got bored. So let's kind of talk about what you're doing now. So I... I get caught up in competition. I get caught up in trying to compete with everyone else in my neighborhood. And what ended up happening was I thought that this goal of being mortgage and debt free and all this stuff would like make me happy. It didn't. It abs- in fact, I kind of went into a funk without work. I kind of went into like, I didn't have a direction and a purpose or a passion. And I laid around and I kind of like felt crappy. So I was like, Amber, you need to come to grips with who you are. Like, you're a hustler. You're, you're a boss. You need to get your booty back in gear and you need to get back to work. You know, I was so embarrassed to go to the beach and only want to talk about businesses and opportunities. Like, hey, nobody understands me in my group here on this island. No one understands why I'm so motivated. Why is she starting another business? Is this chick whack? You know, like, holy crap. So it's, it's tough. I had to hide who I am for so long. And during this one year retirement of kind of like self-reflection, I realized, stop hiding. 
just do it. Do be who you are. And so I started this cool new business, microblading success, because I came across permanent makeup, completely obsessed with it. And now I'm just trying to figure out how I can fill a niche. How I see opportunity in permanent makeup industry because these women are so talented in their gift, but they lack the talent that I have in the business, tech dork, um, the analytical side. And so for me, I just feel like it's such a great opportunity to team up with all these permanent makeup artists and help them with all the things they struggle with. So starting again from the ground up, I don't know why I like the struggle so much from like point zero, but that's what like really gets me going, you know, like this starting from nothing. I don't know. Maybe I watch too many uh, motivational stuff or too many YouTubes. Les Brown, he's my favorite. I love Les Brown too. Yeah. Yeah, Amber, I think it's great, like, how you, so I really want you to, you know, take us into this story. So you went and got your brows done, and how did you become inspired by getting your brows done to what you're doing now? So let's kind of take us through the process. That's hilarious, because I overplucked my whole life, right? I'm a hairy person. Like, I'm German, Portuguese, Spanish, Hawaiian. I got, I got brows enough for 10 people, okay? And they connect, so <laughs> um, throughout my whole high school, I was embarrassed. I wanted that thin Gwen Stefani, like nothing there painted on kind of brows. So I overplucked. And so I had some gnarly like brows with all these pukas in it. Or in Hawaiian, we call it holes, right? Pukas is Hawaiian word for holes. And so I had all these holes in my brows. And so during my retirement, while I was on the couch on Instagram, I came across microblading. And I had no, I thought that tattoos were that nasty teal tattoo. Remember the, the blue, mm-hmm. the blue eyebrows and the blue eyeliner? Like I was like, ill. you know, I know so many aunties that have that. Yes. I didn't realize that it evolved to this amazing new pigment where it could actually match your hair color, like blacks and browns, these beautiful, rich pigments. And I don't know why, but I was so attracted to it. I could not stop thinking about it. Like literally every night I'm just microblading, powder brow. Like I was obsessed. I still am. I think it's such a life changer. So I got my brows done and literally waking up every morning to perfect brows. I know it sounds silly and superficial. It's the bomb. It is amazing. It is amazing. Life-changing hands down, you know, and I just... I think that everybody needs to do it. Everybody. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's silly at all because I, I'm the, you're talking to the person like I don't have my, my brows are pretty full and no, I, I like brows, them to yeah. look like perfected. So I do my brows every day before I leave. Even if I don't put on makeup, my brows get done. So I understand how serious the brows are. Like I take my brows seriously. Yeah. Even like I, I wear the mask and all that. I'm like, I don't have to put makeup on, but let me get, make sure my brows are yeah. together. So I can see how it really can shift how you feel. If you wake up every day, your brows are ready, you're on fleek. You're like, oh, I'm ready for the day. I'm ready to go. It's like (laughs) an instant, it's an instant uplifter just to look in the mirror and just see that. It's just the symmetry. I don't know what it is, but it's life changing, you know? And so, yeah, after getting the service done too, I mean, because I don't provide permanent makeup services. I don't do beauty. I couldn't put on, I, I almost poke my eye every time I use eyeliner. You know, I'm horrible at beauty, but I am a beast when it comes to business. 
the tech side, the customer experience, how do you get bookings? How do you get lifelong customers? And with all of these new uh, permanent makeup trainings that are happening, I mean, it's almost like all these teachers, we are turning out permanent makeup artists by the dozens every single day. And they have no idea once they're done with their training, how to actually get someone to sit in their chair, how to get someone to book, you know, how to run a business. Yeah. Yeah. And right. exactly like how, what is what you do. You coach women, you can provide, you could be the best service provider, but if you can't get someone to book you, it doesn't help. You know, you need, and that's what I think a lot of people don't understand about business, how hard the startup is, the struggle, the grit, the hustle. I mean, that's why I love Les Brown so many times, right? He's like, appreciate the no. Every time someone tells you no, you are closer to your yes, you know? And that's really what the whole startup is about. You're going to get beat down, beat down, beat down, beat down, little baby win. Beat down, beat down, beat down, little baby win, you know? Yeah. I don't know why I love it, but that just gets me excited. Yeah, I, I, that gets me excited as well. And I love, and I understand the need for that because, you know, I work with beauty professionals as well. And one of the reasons why I started up my company was because I saw that there was a need for the business side of beauty. Cause I knew a lot of times, you know, you're great at your crap. So you're great at brows, you're great at makeup, you're great at hair. But if you don't understand the business side of it, you're never going to really be able to scale your business or take your business to the next level. Like you said, if you can't get clients in your chair, you can't keep consistent clients. You know, how do you, how do you run all these systems? And I know sometimes as an expert, like you're an expert in your field, you're an artist in your craft, but you, Sometimes that could be overwhelming looking at, okay, what do I do next? So as you begin to do your research with, you know, um, permanent uh, brow specialists and you started looking into their business, what were some of the things that you noticed they were lacking? First of all, a lot of them hated technology. So they didn't have a way to book, you know, DM me, text me. Oh my God, honey. No, nobody wants to send you a message to book. I want to go, I want to sit in my bed while I'm supposed to be sleeping and I want to stalk you. And then I want to go to your Instagram page and I want to book right now. Like I want to, I get excited and I want to book right now. If you don't have a way for me to book right now, I'm going to go find someone that does. You need to have an online scheduler, like just do it, get an online scheduler, automate that side. You do not want to be going back and forth with your customers over and over. Waste of time. We want to be efficient. We want to make the most money we can in the least amount of time. And I, I, so many women start off without doing the scheduler and they're free. Square up appointments is absolutely free, you know, and then they're afraid of the credit card charge. You have to let that go. You have to shift away from scarcity and, and not worry about the tiny credit card charge anymore. That's part of business. That's part of doing business. Get over it. Charge $10 more. You know, um, the scheduler was huge. And then they're afraid of social media. What do I post? What do I look like? Oh my God. What are people going to say? I don't want to tell my friends and family. I don't want to, I don't want anyone to see my face. Well then you can't have a business, (laughs) you know? Say that again. Wait a minute, Amber. 
because I was just talking to somebody today and I was like, you need to put yourself out there more. And I know they're a little bit more reserved and everything. Yes. But what I told her was the more and more you do it, the easier to get. Because I remember when I started doing videos, I think I'm more comfortable now because I jumped on that Periscope wave. Oh, I love it. I so love I was Periscope, doing yeah. like Yeah, I was doing like, uh, this was before Facebook really had live videos. Like, you know, I think Periscope was really on top of it. Yeah. And I jumped on that Periscope wave. So I was going live on Periscope every day doing my business tips and all types of stuff. So I think me doing that just, you know, I got more comfortable being in front of the camera. And But at first, when I first, I was like, oh, I don't know, you know, how people are going to receive me, how I'm going to look. I don't want to sound dumb. But after a while, I just got okay with being myself. And it, take it or leave it. If you don't like me, I may not be for you and I may be for some and that's okay. And, you know, the only way you're going to get over that is just the more and more you put yourself out there, the easier it's going to get. Like, so yeah. whatever challenge you're facing, you know, the more you, once you take that first step, you can take another step and another step and then it gets easier and easier. You can walk right into that thing. It's the same thing with putting yourself out there more. So yeah. I absolutely agree with that for sure. And a huge point that you just made about being yourself. Oh my God, it took me years before I was okay with being myself. And in all honesty, you will not reach the level of success you want until you actually love and become your true self. Because when you do that, guess what? You attract your perfect audience. You stop attracting the women that don't appreciate you, don't value you, that um, don't see you in the light that you want to be seen. When you are yourself, you're going to attract other women just like you. They're going to love them. They're going to become your lifers. And that's really where you need to be. You know, you need to get through all the competition, all this, so you're not a size two, so you're not six feet, so you don't have perfect teeth, so you got a list. I got a list. You know what I mean? Like all these things, right? You just love yourself for who you are, put yourself out there and you're going to attract the perfect audience and you're going to be so happy with them. Who wants to attract all the wrong people? I've had, I've done that so many times and been miserable with the people that reach out to me because I was fake. I wasn't who I truly am. You know what I mean? Right. I'm trying to be someone I'm not and I attracted people that I didn't want. Right. And I think we all, you know, have done that because I've done that before, too. And I think I finally got to a point where is this, you know, take me like that song yep. with Mary J. Blige, take me as I am or nothing at yep. all. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. Right. Take me as I am or nothing at all. And I'm more comfortable with being me. And it's free. Like people don't realize how free it is to be. you. Yes. Because we, we put on these facades for so many, even from kids, if you think about it, kids are usually themselves. And then when they start to see, okay, well, Susie isn't quite doing this. So maybe I need to do this like Susie, or I like to draw, but she doesn't like to draw. So, you know what I mean? We start, it starts as kids. And so we start comparing ourselves and we start wanting to do what we see other people doing. But the most freeing moment for me was when I realized it was okay to be me. Yep. And when it's okay, when, when I was able to be me, then I didn't have to, I was comfortable. I didn't have to fake nothing. I didn't have to remember nothing. I didn't have to, exactly. you know, have to start I could just be me. And, and, there is, and there's no competition because there is nobody that's better at you than you. Like right. I, I, the confidence is like huge because can no, there's nobody that can compete with me. You know, it's, it's so freeing. I absolutely agree. And I think that's why I've been having so much success in this business because for the very first time, I'm absolutely myself. 
Like here I am, I'm an empath, I'm compassionate, I care, I, uh, an upset, I'm like an obsessive compulsive, I love details, I love tech, and I just, I'm not hiding it anymore. You know, this is who I am. And it's been so great. I've been attracting the perfect customers, they've been amazing, and we just vibe. Like I'm, I'm so excited to get up and check my comments and see who's reaching out and see what I need to do today. You know, it's just so exciting. I know it's hard in the beauty industry because there are a lot of freaking drop dead gorgeous women that are perfect. And it can really be a huge deal every day to see that and not be perfect. I mean, not that she is perfect. She's probably Photoshopping. <laughs> There's some girls that are actually like twenties, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's tough in the beauty industry to not get sidetracked. You know, sometimes in the morning I go and do all my posting. I do all my stuff, but I don't look at other people because I still can get sidetracked. I still can get swayed, you know? I, I think we all go through that. Like I, um, you know, just try to focus on not comparing myself and not worrying about what everybody else is doing and just worry about my goals and what I need to do. So I do that as well. Sometimes I step back from that. Like I'm posting, I'm scheduling it out. I may engage a little, but I'm not really like just worried about everybody else. Sometimes you just yeah. have to worry about what you need to focus on because that can help you to, you know, not compare and do all those things. Yeah. But yeah, so let's, let's talk about, so you, you, you find that they struggle with, they don't have an online schedule. They're afraid of social media. Like what are, what are like some other things you find when it comes to uh, the people that you work with? Oh, so let's see online scheduler. We have um, a lot of the tech. They're afraid of tech afraid of change. I find a lot of women that do beauty are not into technology and they don't want to keep up with updates. They don't want to, oh my God, did that app change again? A new phone again? No, I, oh my God, I have to learn something new. Oh, and it sucks. I know, but we need to change our mindset because we are in a technological age and we're constantly having software updates of everything every single day. I mean, look at us now with COVID, right? Like online deliveries, uh, just everything's online and we have to learn to be okay with it. We need to embrace change. We need to be okay with change. And so many women get stuck that they don't wanna do it that way and they can never grow. They can never grow their business because they don't release and accept something new. You know, the other day, and I'm pretty much a know-it-all. Like, I'm like, I know more than you. <laughs> right? um, my son told me, Mom, I want to show you this. And I was like, whatever, dude, you, you couldn't show me something. <laughs> and he did. And he blew my mind. And it reminded me again, hey, Amber, you need to stay humble, stay open-minded, because anyone can teach you something that you don't know, right? And we take it for granted sometimes. I'm like, I got this. I'm a tech dork. What are you going to teach me, son? And he freaking blew my mind away. I was like, oh, son, thank you so much. And he's 15, you know? I'm like, wow, Amber, stay humble. Just realize you don't know everything. You know what I mean? Like, open, stay open, stay open-minded, you know, and I preach it every day and I got caught in it myself, you know, yeah, <laughs> so it's I a think, really good reminder. <laughs> yes, I think we all get caught there, but I think, I, I do agree with that, absolutely, you can learn from anyone, I remember I was teaching a young lady, you know, I used to teach makeup, and I was teaching her how to apply makeup to a client, and there was a particular, I was 
teaching her, but there was a particular technique that she used that I had never thought about it that way that just made the process just one step easier. And so, you know, she showed me that technique and I was like, oh, okay. And I've been doing that ever since, even on my own makeup. Yeah. So you can learn from anybody, even though she, she learned, you know, the bulk of everything from me, there was still just one little thing that she did on herself that she may not have thought was something big, but I hadn't never, you know, you use that technique and I learned it from her and I was able to you know implement it into what I was doing as well and I've been using it ever since so you can learn from anybody my daughter you know I have the 18 year old daughter yep. you know I learn from her all the time we we talk and she's telling me different things and so I know and even when she was younger so you can learn from anybody so you're yep. never you know too old or or too smart to learn from anybody or to learn anything. And I, I think it's great that you always learn, you know, you need to advance with the technology, with the times and educate yourself on those, on those types of things. Yeah. But what do you suggest, you know, someone who is starting a beauty business and, you know, it's a lot when you start a business because, you know, maybe they just finished, you know, maybe they just took that training for the microblading. Maybe yeah. they just got, they became a licensed esthetician and now they have the microblade certificate and they're trying to figure out like, what do we need to do? Like, what, what would be some advice you would give that person? Well, just starting off, I would definitely recommend uh, first you go through all your legal steps, right? You get your business name. Don't forget to Google it. Okay. We want to make sure that your name isn't associated with something uh, like triple X rated. You know, I have some girls. Names and I, was like, I got a funny for you sidebar. <laughs> You're going to die. Okay. So I wanted to have my website, my name, right? The reason why it's, I am Brandy Taylor because, baby, if you Google BrandyTaylor.com, <laughs> I don't want to be associated with that. I love it. And that's <laughs> why you have to do the research. Could you imagine if someone Googled you and they're like, oh, whoa, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. You're wondering why you get so many men requests, right? <laughs> You're going to Google it now and everybody listening to the podcast is going to Google it. But it was funny, yes. but I wanted my name so bad. And I was so mad when I found out, you know, yeah. But it's upsetting, but all names are taken nowadays too, right? Like finding a domain <laughs> name is almost impossible. Right. Um, but definitely do your legal stuff. Find your name. Make sure you can have it. Google it. Get your insurance, get your bank account, and then get ready to hustle, right? You do that. You get your online scheduler. Keep it simple. A huge deal for me, starting and selling successful businesses, don't get caught up in the startup spending. Oh my God. You don't need 46 t-shirts. You don't need stickers. You don't need bags with logos. You don't need seven phone lines. You don't need the biggest, largest scheduling app ever. You don't need to pay for it for a whole year in advance. You don't need a huge website developer that costs you $10,000. You don't need all the latest, hottest tools that your mega trainer is using. For me, once you make the money, then you can spend the money. And so that's a huge tip. I have an accounting background. My main uh, degree is in corporate tax. And so for me, I am very tight. I may, I'm very disciplined too. Like, okay, Amber, you're going to start this business. And once you make $1,000, then you could spend $100. You know, then you can get a new course. Then you can upgrade your tool. Until then you better get your hustle on because you haven't even validated that you're going to make money yet. 
right? Yes, you went to microblading training and it cost you $4,000. You have to buy your basic tools, but you haven't made a penny yet. You can't keep going into debt. You need to pay off all of your expenses, have that discipline, prove to yourself that this choice was proper. You did a good job making this choice. You make your money back. Break even. Once you break even, then now all that money you're going to make is for you. You know, and a lot of women get caught up. I need to learn one more thing. I need a better tool. I need, I need hot pink rose gold scrubs before I can show up, you know? And it's like, no, Mary, go down into your basement. <laughs> you know, take a white shirt, you know, dip it in some dye. It's pink now. Like, you need to be disciplined. You don't need to spend all this money to make money. You don't. And with all the technology and the tools that they have nowadays, it's literally these apps and stuff. They have free versions. Use all the free stuff. You don't, everyone thinks that coming out of the gate, they need to look super duper professional, but you're just starting out. Your work isn't even going to look professional. You know, half the women are embarrassed to show their photos because they're not where they want to be yet. You know, so there's a learning curve. The sooner you start, the better you're going to get. You're going to get to where you want to get quicker. So get started, go cheap, save your money and just learn, learn, learn. And another huge tip that I've had that saved me, keep a journal, get a cheap composition book. I have one right here, 99 cents or less 39 cents at Walmart. And I absolutely love it. I write down everything, every thought, every idea and everything that goes wrong. She pissed, she irritated me because she said this. She said this didn't work. This made me frustrated. I keep track of everything. Every Friday, I go back in and I see what can I change? What really frustrated me? Oh my God, I had seven emails because this system wasn't working. How could I make that better so that this next week, I only get two emails? Saves me time, makes me more money, I'm more efficient. And eventually you're honing your craft and your user experience till it's so smooth. It's so amazing. It's so easy. It comes effortlessly. But if you don't face what's going on, you can never fix it. If you don't fix it, you end up dreading it. You end up not liking your business. And then you're like an employee again, right? You have a boss that you don't like and a place you don't want to go to and you feel icky. That's some great advice. Thanks so much for sharing that, Amber. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, that is some definitely great advice and some things that I feel like um, the audience could definitely benefit from. So, Amber, tell us, like, what are some of the things that you provide for uh, your microblading, you know, experts that you help with microblading well, your business? Just as everyone starts a business, I started mine offering websites and branding and all these really cool startup services. But As I keep my journal, as I keep writing down, that really didn't make me happy. What I really love doing is creating content. I love connecting with women. And so now I'm shifting gears to offer um, permanent makeup content. And I still haven't come up with a really cool name yet. (laughs) But what I'm doing now is I'm creating done-for-you content for permanent makeup artists. So they join my membership and every Friday you get a text and the text has a link to all of your seven days worth of posts. It's really easy. You click on the link and you post it. And I even give you captions too. Um, Because what I love to do is I love to get on social media. I love to create. 
I love to create posts. I love to design animations. I love marketing. And it just, I get so excited. I see someone's post and I'm like, I want to make something like that. And I want to do this and I want to do that. And I'm, I'm just flooded with ideas. And so for me, doing this every day has been so much fun. So I just launched two weeks ago. I have 15 members in my membership. Oh, congratulations. I know. I'm so excited. And um, it's been going so well. I've been having so much fun. Um, I've been having so many lash artists and wax artists and estheticians reach out. They're like, will you add lashes and will you add skin? And I was like, let me get the hang of this and see what I can do. I'm a one woman show here, but maybe... Yeah, I can I can see that. I I think it's a great thing that you do, um, and I I was just thinking like I know you do it specifically for you know microblading, you know permanent makeup artists, but um, it might just like for lash extensions or something. It may just be the shift in wording or something. But are you yeah. thinking maybe you know just for helping them with graphics? So yeah, it might be just a shift in wording. Yeah, because I do everything in Canva, which I know you're super familiar with. And so it's really cool to get in there and edit and make, you know, oh, it's so fun. And did you see that Canva just started the content planner feature? I saw it the other day. You know, I live on Canva. Yeah. So I I think I'm a geek with that as well. I'm not like you, but I don't (laughs) get a little, yeah, I'm getting good. (laughs) I know. It's very exciting. Very exciting features that they're adding. I thought that was really cool. So yeah. It looks like you can post to your social from there now. You can post to your Facebook, Facebook. not to your Instagram just yet. Okay, I saw it. But I bet they're working on the integration for Instagram because that would be the next step, you know, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty exciting stuff. So. Yeah, that's great. Well, I think congratulations on the, uh, the membership program. You already have 15 people. You just launched it two weeks ago. So that's definitely great. And so are you thinking of shifting? Cause I know you were helping people with websites and all those things. So are you thinking of shifting to just like your membership and really helping them create their content because that's your sweet spot? That is definitely my sweet spot. And I'm sure you know, like when you're coaching women, if you don't live in your sweet spot, you're always searching for it, right? And you get Mm -hmm. sidetracked and you never really get in your groove. So I'm super excited to think that I could have found my sweet spot right now. So I'm going to now focus all my energy on this and really try and grow it and scale it. I'm working on my Facebook ads this week. So I'm really excited to see where this leads me. So I love that. I love that because when you when you operate from your passion, what you love to do, you love to create content, you're just gonna be happier all the way around because you're gonna you're having fun. You're like, okay, I'm creating this content, it's great, it's for you know my permanent brow people, I'm helping them, and you feel like you're doing something and you have it has meaning to you, and you feel like you're doing something that you love to do. So it does it's not anything that you dread, yep. and it's just overall fun. And I think even as beauty professionals in general, just no matter what you do in beauty, if you connect with that, because even though, even if you're a licensed cosmetologist, if you only really love 
to do blowouts, then just do blowouts. Be the yes. best damn blowout person there is. Yes. Because some people don't like to do all the other stuff. Some people don't like to do short hair. They don't like to do cuts. They don't like yep. to do all that. And it's okay to do what you love to do. And you can be successful doing what you love to do. Because the more you do what you love to do, it's going to really come across in what you do. The more yep. you do it, you're going to get better at it. Exactly. You're going to be happier. Yep. And then more people are going to be attracted to you because they be like, she does the best blowouts in town. You know? <laughs> you, become the, you become the master at it. And no one can beat you because you are at your craft. And that's, that's what I tell people. Like, you're not at home 12 hours a day creating permanent makeup content. I am. That's why we should team up because I'm literally spending every waking hour creating content, you know, and it's just so cool to know that I have that. I have that one up on everyone because I'm doing it all day, you know? So I literally am the specialist right now for permanent makeup content. I'm doing it every day, 12 hours a day, you know? So it's just really, it's a great it's a confidence booster too, because you're like, I'm super good at what I do. <laughs> yeah. And you know what I think is unique, Amber, is that you took something, even though you don't have a beauty background, you definitely have a business background. You understand what it takes to run a successful business. And I think it's just, it's interesting how you really just took such an interest in the permanent makeup industry that you decided to niche down to help those particular individuals. And it's, I, I bet it took bravery to do that. Cause like you said, people are like another business. Why, or why would you even do this? And but, she's not even an artist. How does she right. even know how to get customers? And I'm, and I get that. And it's something I struggle with every day. And it's like, it's fine. You know, I actually have many service based businesses and I'm not trying to put down anyone in beauty right now, but getting a customer to pay you is pretty much the same system throughout any type of service-based business. You know, <laughs> beauty is the same as when I'm renting my slides. It's the same as when I'm doing my wedding arches. It's the same as if you're going to do plumbing. It's the same as if you're going to fix someone's car, your customer interaction, the customer experience, the reviews, the social proof, the marketing, you know? And so that's where my strength comes in because also, I'm not an artist. I'm a customer. So I get to give you the view from your customer without you having to go and ask her. Because I can tell you if I go on your Instagram, if I would book you or not. You know, I'm not an artist. I, I could tell you from the customer side. And so you really get a good view from me because I'm not an artist. You know, I, I'm not up with your language. I know how to dumb it down to attract customers like me. You know, right. <laughs> I know how to attract customers like me. And that's my strength. <laughs> great, great. And no one can take that from you. And I don't care what nobody says. You're great at what you do. <laughs> and you can do it for the permanent makeup community. If that's what you thrive in, just keep doing that. Because for some reason, I found out even myself. I don't do hair, you know, I, you know, I do have a beauty background as, as a yeah. makeup artist, but I don't do hair, but I attract mostly hairstylists. Right. So, so I, th I actually been thinking about just really shifting to really shifting to specifically working with hairstylists. You know, that would really help with your marketing too, because mm -hmm. you could really get in front of hairstylists if you did niche down. Mm -hmm. I, I thought I niched down because I'm beauty professional, so it's just the whole beauty realm. But yeah. I'm really think, thinking that way because I'm always looking at what's working 
And who am I attracting? Who is my client base? Yeah. And when I look at my client base and I look at like 90% of my clients are hairstylists, maybe yeah. I need to think about that. You know, so yeah. I'm, I'm definitely looking at that. Oh, that's great. See, again, keeping track of things helps us analyze and figure out what's working. It's just amazing. Huge tool. Definitely. Definitely. So it's been so great talking to you, Amber. I want to ask you the final three questions i like to ask everyone that comes on the podcast. I'm ready. So how do you define success? I define success by waking up and being excited to start your day. So what is either your favorite book or book you're currently reading right now? Oh my God. My favorite book. Oh my God. That's such a hard one. Um, <laughs> it's not business related. I love Shel Silverstein poems. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever um, heard of him. He is a poem writer and I found this book I used to read to my sons every night and he writes these short, cute poems for children. And it's my absolute favorite book to read. He has the cutest, most inventive, funny poems ever. And I read it all the time because it just makes me so happy. I love it. Whatever makes you happy. I love that. (laughs) So I know you're like a tech nerd. So what's either your favorite tool or app to use for your business? Oh my God. That's a dead ringer. I love Canva. Canva, hands down. (laughs) Canva, baby. Yeah. Canva queen. (laughs) I love it. Yes. I love it. Well, tell everybody how they can connect with you, Amber. Well, you're welcome to check me out on Instagram. That's where I hang out most. I am microblading success on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, but I probably don't check in as often as I should on Facebook. So definitely Instagram, DM me there. Um, I usually respond. I'm sitting here waiting. So check me out. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Amber Harder, everybody, make sure you check her out. I'll leave all the information in the show notes. As always, stay great and we're out. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I want to hear from you. Email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and Facebook at I am Brandy Taylor. I want to connect with you, so let's stay connected. And remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.